The Saluki Standards Podcast is brought to you by McAllister's Deli in Carbondale. Consider your last-minute meetings, get-togethers, and celebrations handled because McAllister's brings their best to every event. Delivery and setup to big appetites and small details, McAllister's has you covered. Go to McAllister'sDeli.com backslash catering and let's stay connected. I'm your host, Connor Onion, and this week's guest is Abby Moore. She was known by her maiden name of Abby Barrow when she was at SIU playing volleyball. Her final season was in 2017, and she was part of the first NCAA tournament team in SIU volleyball history in 2015. Abby, also part of the 1000 Kills Club, she was the 15th member to enter that, so she's in elite company historically, and now she's doing great work with her SIU degree, working in physical therapy, and she's right here at home in the Southern Illinois region as well. So Abby Moore, formerly Abby Barrow, this week on the Saluki Standards Podcast. Abby, uh, we were just talking long time no see, long time no talk. How's everything going in your world? Yeah, no, it's it's been good. Uh, even recently, I've been thinking about how it's so weird that it's already been like three years. It feels like it's, it's both where it feels like it's been so long, but it also doesn't feel like it's been that long. So, yeah, I mean, life has moved on, you know, like um, working. I got married, so I have a different last name now. So, yeah, lots of changes in, you know, three years. It's so, so Abby Moore now, right? Yes, Moore. Okay. So yeah. people, know, people knew you as, as Abby Barrow, but Abby Moore now. I, I should have introduced you that way. That's my fault. It's okay. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Old habits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you kind of gave us a little update on what's going on now, but, um, you know, how's, how's work? What are you, what are you doing with your SIU degree and, and all that good stuff? Yeah. Um, so I, I got my undergrad in exercise science and graduated spring of 18, but then I finished another year. I did the physical therapist assistant program at SIU. So that's a total of two years, which I started my senior year. So I just had an extra year of that. Um, and I graduated in the summer of 19. So for the last year, I've been working um, for NovaCare Rehab. Uh, we have locations in Benton, Marion, Carbondale. Um, it's an outpatient clinic. So I've been doing that as a PTA for the last year. Nice. nice. Yeah. How, how do you how do you think uh, your your degree at SIU and specifically volleyball helped you move on into to the medical world? Oh, I mean, I think the reason why I was interested in physical therapy is because as an athlete, I mean, you see all the time, whether you have gone through injuries or you have teammates that have gone through injuries, um, the human body always interested me a ton, especially as in colleges for like pushing ourselves to the limits, honestly. Um, so that really sparked my interest in physical therapy. Um, and so you know, being done with volleyball and then moving into more of the, whether it's like prehab or the rehab after has been really interesting because it, I can look back at different things that we did while we were training or different teammates that had gotten injured and specific injuries that 
I know that they dealt with dealt with that I actually, you know, work with patients now on. Um, and I've also gotten to be a part of helping our uh, Novacare Rehab kind of start this program for high school athletes. Um, it's called the Play It Safe program. So what, what it is, is we're trying to prevent injury. So by teaching athletes, you know, proper jumping forms, what, you know, whatever sport it is, but specific for volleyball, because I have a lot of experience with that, but proper jumping forms, um, exercises that we can do to keep ourselves strong, to keep ourselves from tearing our ACL, you know, that's a, a huge thing that we see in volleyball players and especially like young female athletes. Um, so I've gotten in the last year, I've gotten to be a part of developing a program that we work with local high schools, um, different, you know, just different athletes that would come into our clinic and we get to work hands-on with them, not only doing injury prevention, but also working on sports performance and enhancing um, agility, strength, speed, teaching them proper mechanics that will keep them safe, but also help them improve as an athlete. So it's been super fun. Like I'm so thankful I've been able to be a part of taking what I've learned and the, you know, the passion that I have for athletes and just how our body functions. And now I've gotten to learn more of like, okay, this is why we did that to be on the other side of it. So. Right. Right. Is there hard data you can look at that says like this program's really working or is it till still too soon to see the impact you guys have had? No, this is actually, so um, we're a part of Select Medical, which our NovaCare clinic, and this is a program that they have used um, for years, and it's something that we actually get to, we'll bring athletes in um, to the clinic, and we do testing on them, so basically we do a test to start with, and this test is, and we use sensor technology, so it's pretty cool. Like it's, it's like, we actually get to see data from it. So this test, we put them through a series of um, exercises that are meant to basically fatigue the athlete. And then when we're fatigued, that's when poor movement patterns come in. So, you know, like in a volleyball game, if you're a front row player, you're a middle blocker and you are constantly going back and forth, back and forth, taking approaches, coming off the net, when you're fatigued, that is when the majority of injuries happen because that's when our poor movement patterns come into play. Um, so this test that we do at the beginning of this program is meant to fatigue them so then they can, we can see what poor movement patterns they have in order to correct them. So then it's cool because it's even like a recording. We do it with a computer. Um, where we can play it back with them after and it slows it down. We can show them exactly where, hey, look at this jump, your knees are coming in. That's putting a lot of stress and strain on your knees. That's what leads to ACL tears. Um, so yeah, so no, it's definitely something that uh, is not new technology and there's lots of great um, studies out there that have shown the benefits of it. It's a little bit newer to our clinic in our, our clinic in Benton, um, Carbondale area. So we're trying to really like get it out there more because it's it's been really cool to be a part of. And even looking back at former teammates that have torn their ACL, it's like, man, I, you know, it's like, I wish I could have like worked with them. I didn't know at that time 
I didn't have the knowledge because I hadn't gone through school yet for th uh, physical therapy, but it's, it's fun. It's really fun to be a part of. Yeah. I was going to say, is there almost this element of, man, I wish I knew this stuff when I was playing so I could not only help myself, but help my teammates. Oh, definitely. Yes. I look back and you know, we learned a lot. Our strength coaches were awesome. They did a lot of looking back. I see all the things we did. I'm like, oh, that's why we did it. That's why we worked so much on landing techniques, on work training our, you know, strengthening our hips so that our knees don't fall in um, when we jump. So it's, it's cool to look back and see like specific things or like even um, I remember <laughs> Justin, my coach, constantly like talking to us about, okay, we need to make sure we, we toss the ball and hit the ball in the right arm slot. Cause if we don't, we're going to mess up our shoulder. So yeah, it's cool to look back and see, okay. Kind of connects the dots a little bit. That's what he was talking about. Yeah. 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 It's like, Oh, okay. He knew what he was talking about. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I mean, from, you know, a scientific and technique and you know, all those sort of things. Like, obviously you've, you've learned a lot in school about how to handle injured athletes now that you're working in the field, but what about from like an empathy standpoint, you know, going through it as a player and playing it at a high level, how do you think you've been able to relate and interact with athletes better because of those experiences? Yeah. Um, I think now that I've been able to see the rehab side of these injuries, it definitely increases my empathy for even thinking back to some of my teammates that were going through that, because what we don't see is how much, how many times they had to go to, to rehab or therapy. Like I think about Lindsay now, I know she's had ton, you know, she's had so many knee surgeries and, and I just think about how it can get disheartening, you know, like it can get, it can get really frustrating and discouraging when all you want to do is just play or like all you want to do is just get back to like your normal like day-to-day -day life um so it definitely has being on the the therapy side of it and even just seeing patients with different injuries um and and learning then how to encourage them and motivate them even for like the hour that we see them in the clinic um it's been, yeah, it's definitely been an eye opener, something that I was fortunate enough to not have a huge injury when I was in college. I had a knee injury for, unfortunately, it was the end of one of our seasons where lots of us were injured, um, but it wasn't like an ACL sprain or anything, which I'm really thankful for because it, it's a big rehab process. And the, the thing they don't talk about much is the mental side of it and how to recover from it, not just physically, but how to get through it mentally. Right. I think about how involved you were when you were at SIU, strong survivors, dance marathon, you got class, you got a division one sport you're trying to be excellent in. What type of pressure did you feel from doing all those things, if at all, if, if there was any pressure that you put on yourself? Um, I don't know if there was a lot of pressure to do those because we were so like your way of life when you're an athlete in college is just it's so fast paced and it almost feels weird when you have a lot of extra time because I know even when I got done with volleyball you kind of 
you're kind of like, oh, this is really weird. I have so much extra time. What do I do with it? You know, um, but like, for example, the Strong Survivors Program, that was also something that really um, sparked my interest and my desire to be in physical therapy because the, the relationship that you get with those people and hearing their story, seeing what they've been through, um, and then being able to be a part of bringing some joy to their lives and helping them get stronger so they can get back to what they love to do. It's super rewarding. So I, I loved being a part of that. Yes, life was really busy, but looking back on that time, I'm just so thankful for my, my years at SIU and the opportunities that I, I got. And, you know, I've even had, it's been funny because recently I've had some patients at one of my clinics that were volleyball fans. And so they remember, they remembered me. So we had got, we've gotten to talk about just that time. And I've just over and over again, I'm just so thankful for it. I'm so thankful for the opportunities, for the relationships that I made, for everything that SIU did for me. And yeah, so even though it was busy, it's like, those are some really fond memories of mine. Yeah. I mean, I, I only got to spend one year around volleyball when, when you were in the program, but, um, anybody I talked to and just from being at practice and talking to you a little bit, your, your positivity always struck me. Uh, is, is that something, (laughs) is that something you've always had? Have you always been pretty upbeat and positive? I would say, yeah. Uh, I'm super thankful. I mean, the the family that I grew up in and my parents were always really involved and um, pretty positive people too, really encouraging. Uh, so I had a lot of support from my family and um, yeah, so I guess positivity would be something that uh, I've probably had for a while. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the final year, I know you're, you know, you're going through a coaching change. Um, you guys didn't win as much as, as you would have liked late in your career, but I mean, the positivity still seemed to be there. How did you, how did you kind of fight through that and remain positive even when things weren't going the best? Yeah, that's uh, that's a good question. Um, I think I had to something that, I regularly had to remind myself of was that it's like, yes, volleyball is like a huge part of my life, but there also is more to life than just winning games, the number of kills you'd get. Um, Cause it's really easy to get caught up in that, especially when things aren't going well, it's harder to see the bigger picture. Um, especially when, yeah, there's a coaching change. We thought we'd have a way different year. Um, this is, you know, it's like, oh, it's my last year playing. Like, you you know, you want to end on a good note. But um, I think I was able to stay positive because kind of reminding myself that my identity is not just in the, the wins and losses, but um, yeah, and just, just even remembering that this time doesn't last forever. So like trying to make the best of the time that we have with the teammates that I was with, you know, I knew that most of them, I probably wouldn't see much afterwards. Um, so 
Does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. I, I know, I know that's not, that's not an easy question to unpack, but yeah. uh, that's, no, I, I hear you. Um, I, I think sometimes there's, there, there, there is a belief that sometimes to be like hyper competitive, you also have to like go to this place mentally where like, oh my gosh, I hate that person that's across the net. Like I've got to be this mean, nasty person. Um, but, but I feel like you, you were a gifted athlete, but you're also able to be a decent person at the same time. Not, not that, you know, others, others haven't found that, but it, it seemed to be especially true with you. So how did you find that line of, uh, you know, being a good person, being gifted at the same time and, uh, and walking that line? Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, it was just like, I, yeah, I could be really competitive. I was very competitive. Uh, but it's like, in the end, it's like, it's a, you know, it's like a game. It's like, it's fun that we get to be competitive and have these teams that we're like rivals with, but, but at the end still, you know, still like say, okay, that was a great game, even though we lost or, um, like, especially I remember Lily Johnson for Missouri state was just this, like, <laughs> she was one that we're always like, oh, we want it. We want to beat Missouri state. We have to beat Lily Johnson. But even at the end, like, I remember Andrea and I, um, after the last time we played them, we got, we got to go up to her and just like talk to her about how fun it's been the last four years competing against her. That's like, we didn't hate her. You know, we respected her, like we respected her for her talent and the way she was a leader on their team. So yeah, I think just, I think just, um, understanding that it's a game and, it's just fun that we get the opportunity to play, but ultimately, like, like I said, it's not the end of the world if it doesn't turn out the way we'd hoped. And you just have to, you just have to move on. Like you just have to, and that was something that's, it's easier said than done, you know, especially when you're not doing well or not playing well, or it's your team's kind of in a lull. It's, it's tough to try to keep your eyes set on the future still and not dwell on the past. That's a, uh that's that's a really cool story you told about lily johnson um obviously because mm-hmm. you know, there was there's some parallel with your guys's careers um what did uh what did she say in return about playing against you she uh i just remember it was just really it was really fun we we both went up to her andre and i because we were you know andre and i were both the outsides and she was the other outside right and um she kind of said the same thing, how it's kind of just been like an honor to play against each other for the last four years. And I remember that Missouri state coach at that time, um, she came up and said something similar to Andrea and I, which was, which meant a lot. It really did. A quick break from our conversation with Abby Moore, formerly Abby Barrow. Bud Light created a seltzer so satisfying it will have your taste buds going wild. Bud Light Seltzer is the official seltzer of Saluki Athletics. Now back to our conversation with former SIU volleyball player, Abby Moore, the former Abby Barrow. Thinking back to, I guess it would have been your sophomore year, uh, the, the 2015 NCAA tournament team that, as of now, goes down as the best team in program yeah. history, the, the first <laughs> team to do it. Um, yeah. Why was that team so good? We had a wide variety 
and a lot of depth to our team. Um, you know, another thing that I'm so thankful for is the number of international players that SIU had. You know, like we got, I got to to know people from like Yael from Israel, Andrea, Colombia, um, Nelly from Sweden. Like that's, that doesn't happen very much. And um, they're, you know, very skilled players with a lot of knowledge. And um, so I think for us, that team, you know, we had a lot of depth. We had a lot of people that could come in when someone was struggling and know that, hey, they are, they are just as solid. Like we can count on that person. It wasn't just, a, oh, this, these are just the starters. Once they're out, like we're sunk. But it was you. We had a lot of trust in everyone on the team that we could count on them when we needed it. And just, I mean, Justin was an amazing coach. He was. He had so much knowledge, and um, I have a lot of respect for him and what he did with our program. And um, just even, I mean, I think one of the biggest things that that worked well for us was how fast paced we played. Like our Meg Meg Vigors and Hannah Kaminsky were amazing setters. They could set the ball barely above the net where like if we got there quick enough, the other team couldn't catch up to us. That was a huge, our offense was a huge asset to, I think our success that season. Um, yeah. You were still an underclassman at that point. Did you expect that team to be that good? Like, did you think at the beginning of the season, hey, this is this is an NCAA tournament caliber team or did it, did it take some time for you to, to come to that realization. Oh yeah, I mean, I think it took some time. Like I come from a small town that, you know, people play, like I played sports growing up. I played softball longer than I played volleyball. Like I, volleyball was newer. And so I honestly didn't have a ton of like volleyball, like depth to my knowledge. So when I got to college and, um, you know, Justin had recruited me, I was kind of like eyes opened, like learning so much because I'd never, I didn't really follow along with college volleyball before then. I just, my, like my family, we all grew, grew up playing sports, but we were multi-sport athletes. It wasn't a, oh, I'm obsessed with volleyball, watching NCAA every year. It was just, so it was all kind of new. So I think for me, I probably didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even realize until I remember we we started getting some big wins that year um, that put us at a higher ranking. So yeah, it was all it was all really eye opening and such a crazy crazy thing to be a part of, but really awesome. So you're kind of just naive to it and and riding yeah. the wave and having fun with it. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, by, by the time you get to the watch party, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a sure thing you guys were getting in, but you, you find out at the watch party that you're getting in, what was uh, your reaction when you did find out? <laughs> um, I still have a video of us. I mean, someone took a video where we just like, it's like, I remember like Southern Illinois comes on the screen and it, we had thought maybe we had thought, oh, there's like a good chance that we'll get in. But just seeing it confirmed on the screen, I remember we all stood up, like started jumping and screaming, like hugging each other, a big powwow. It was it was so funny and so much 
I mean, just so much adrenaline and excitement for being able to be a part of something that's never been done before at SIU. Yeah. Uh, when, uh, or how much do you watch that video back? Like if you're, if you're having a bad day, do you look back and say, Oh, that was, that was a pretty good moment. That was fun. I can't say that I do, but honestly, like thinking about it now, I mean, I can still, I can still like picture like what was happening. You know, it was something that was so memorable and, um, such a special thing to be a part of that, you know, like I'll never forget that or my time playing at SIU. Take me to a, a match night atmosphere at Davies Gym during that NCAA tournament season. What was it like inside uh, the intimate environment that is Davies Gym? Yeah. Oh man, I love Davies Gym. I I would never I would never want to play somewhere else. Like it's such a special thing to have the fans that have like been with you all year. You know, you have so many local people that you get to know that are huge supporters and um, different sports teams. Like I always think about the swim team when they do the Saluki strip and how much fun that was and how much like, I know my parents like always had a blast being there. They'd come to, they'd come to pretty much all my games. They travel um, and my grandparents, but there is nothing better. I mean, when you can't even like, when you can't even hear your teammates on the floor, because it's so loud in there and you have to literally like yell at each other. It's yeah, it's, and, and even when you're playing, like you're so pumped up and hyped up that <laughs> I remember so many times, like when you go up for an attack, you just felt like you could fly through the roof because you're just so pumped up from the energy from um, everyone in the gym. So it's, especially, I remember some of those games against like you and I, I think we went to five sets. There was one game we went to five sets, like barely, you know, like barely beat him. It was so close. Stuff like that. I just, those memories are pretty special. And Davies Gym is just the best. I, I'm sad this year because we can't, we can't go and watch because I have a couple of girls that I've uh, become friends with some newer players on the team. Just, I've just met them. Um, and so I'm sad that I can't go and, you know, be able to be a part of it from like the sidelines now, you know? <laughs> right. So. Right. You, uh, you mentioned, you know, some of the current players, what, uh, what advice if, if they're listening right now, what advice would you give to current Saluki volleyball players based on your experience? I would say one thing I struggled with a lot and had to really like fight against was getting down on myself when I wouldn't perform well. Um, but I think even seeing, looking back at my time and even like, I remember I grew in that a lot over my four years, um, being able to kind of leave that point behind and not dwell on it. Because when I was, when I was younger, probably more freshman, sophomore year, I could see how I can look back and kind of see how selfish of a player I could be because I would get upset when I'd mess up and then I would just shut down. And that's not being a good teammate, you know, that's not encouraging any of my other teammates and lifting them up. Um, that's being really focused on myself. So my, my advice would just be to just, just try to be quick to move on and um, remember that it's just one point you have 20, you know, we have 25 points in the game, like let it go and then just look on to the next one. And, 
and try to try to put your team first before your own emotions or um, even if you're having a bad game, you can be an amazing teammate on the sideline. If you're not playing, who cares? Like you can be an amazing teammate to encourage the other to be looking, even if you're on the sideline, looking for places that we could score, places that, you know, if you have a person that you're both middles and you're just, you're not playing, but you can look out for the other person and say, hey, I noticed this big spot, try to tip it there. Like, I think we could get a point with that. Um, so yeah, I think just the mentality of putting others first, that's, that would be my advice. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I that's another thing where I'm like, man, I wish I could like go back and, cause I've just, I've learned a lot, you know, from that, even being done with volleyball, I've learned a lot. Um, yeah, even after you, you learn a lot. And so, you know, what happened was supposed to happen in those four years, but there is this part of me where I'm like, Oh, I wish I could have been a better teammate in this way by not getting so upset when I'd screw up and, but it's okay. So that'd be my advice to hopefully prevent some of that from happening. <laughs> sure. sure. The wisdom sets you pretty quickly. Cause it's not like you've been gone that long. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's uh, it's it's good to hear you're you're serving the community and um, you know, using some of that experience to help others get through injury. So, uh, no mm -hmm. no surprise, I'm sure, for a lot of people around SIU. <laughs> so, um, congrats on all you've done and all you're doing, and thanks for uh, thanks for joining us today, Abby. Well, thank you. It's been awesome. I'm glad I got to talk to you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's good to catch up. That's uh, that is yeah. Abby Moore, made a name Abby Barrow. Uh, final season at SIU is 2017, and uh, nice enough to join us today on the Saluki Standards Podcast.